Hey everybody, it's DJ Marcus, and we come to you once again from the Dot Comedy Studios. And this week we're gonna have a whole lot of fun. We're talking about everything going on in the world, elections, craziness, science, gays. We're talking about it all because you know what we are. We are the Dot Comedy Podcast. And welcome one and all to another edition of the Dot Comedy Podcast. I am your host, DJ Marcus. And if you know one thing about me, you know it is that I love titties. And I'm joined by the other titty lover in the Dot Comedy studio, the one and only Joey LaFarro. Joe, welcome to the show. So, um, I might have, this might be the last year for the Earth. The Earth? Yeah. Uh, one of those signs of the apocalypse happened this weekend. What was it this time? I was a leading scorer in a basketball game <laughs> of adult men. Were any of them black? No. Then that we should, uh, that's not a sign of the apocalypse. Okay. Yeah, you win that. <laughs> now, I will say, do you know what the final score was? What was it? 16 to 1. <laughs> Guess which team I played on. 16? Nope. The one? <laughs> <laughs> the one lonely. Wow, wow, wow. But the Dak Tommy team is in the building. I was in Warrington. There was like Where the hell's Warrington? It's the place where there is up is one black guy, but he's too good to play with the white guys. Ah. So That's, it's like uh It's a little town from Footloose. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. We also have a special guest this week. Mr. Telefer Bellavar, welcome to the show. What the F did you call him? <laughs> is that not his name? What did you call him? Tel- Topher Bellafor? <laughs> <laughs> Joining us on the Pizza Papa Hotline. Okay, okay, all right. So, okay, all right. We're gonna we're gonna kick this off because I did it wrong. I do apologize. Um, Topher, welcome to the show. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing well. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Okay, now now me and Joey had a conversation before the show, uh-huh. and um, Tope and Joey was trying to explain to me how to pronounce your last name. Now, now I'm gonna ask you because I because Joey kept saying it. I was very clear, and and all I heard when he I said broke it, it down very was very Bolivia. Simply. It was, he kept saying Bolivia, Bolivia, and I'm like, okay, it can't be. His name can't be Bolivia. He, that that doesn't make sense. It's so, like a booty. You need to spread the cheeks in the middle. You keep <laughs> combining it into one. So, Tover, how do you pronounce your last name, sir? Bella Via. Oh, okay, it's Italian. All right. Yeah, yeah. Is that why you struggle with it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Mr. Topher Bella Via, welcome to the show. It is it is a pleasure to have you in, sir. Uh, we're gonna have a, a uh, sit down segment with Mr. Topher um, in the next segment, but you know we're missing something, Joe. Uh, I don't. What would that be? The assistant associate intern. Oh, yeah. You know why I didn't notice? I'm too busy doing his job. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are over there doing his job. You're, you're pushing all the buttons this week. And I am uh, on this side of the board doing what I do re- best, which is audio. So I make sure everyone can hear us. Uh, the rest of the shit is up to you. Um, but again, Big Bad Blue is not with us this week. I'm out uh, here shaking trees and shit, <laughs> trying to find an audience. <laughs> Big Bad Blue is not here, so you want to wish Big Bad Blue a happy fourth day of Hanukkah. Um, the celebration of light. I think that's what they do. Is it this week? Yeah, it started uh, four days ago. 
So is he he's, he had to take off to dreidel? No, I don't think he took off for that. I think he had something other to do. Something else to do. Something personal. Is it a menorah lighting? It, it may have been a menorah lighting. He, he, may, he may have Jewed out on us this time. He was gefilte fishing. <laughs> gefilte fishing. <laughs> he was going to find some. Yeah, that's the third day of Hanukkah. You have to go and gefilte fish so you can have the gefilte fish harvest. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Which would be the funniest shit ever to see a bunch of Jews fishing because they don't do outdoor activities right now. <gasps> <laughs> But again, it's funny because it's true. <laughs> but again, we do miss you, Blue. Um, we want to see you come back, buddy. Come on back. Uh, we, let's see. We got one more show before we take our uh, our Christmas hiatus. Are you down with that? Are you good with that? Are we taking a Christmas hiatus? It was in discussion. It. We haven't decided yet. Toby, yeah. what do you think? Uh, yeah. Take a Christmas hiatus. Tober says Christmas hiatus. Okay. We're taking off. So Christmas week, you will not have a new dot comedy podcast. What you will have uh, will be potentially the DJ Marcus Mixed Master moments and uh, and accusations on the dot uh, comedy podcast uh, Facebook page, where I will accuse everyone. It'll be the it'll be a festivus for the rest of us with DJ Marcus. And you also have a segment called Joey's Balls Out Call Out where. <laughs> Just lay it all out there. Just lay it all on the line. Lay all of it on the line. <laughs> all, all the things I've wanted to say to people this year. That could be a thing we do. There'll be a present, and then there'll be a, a certain um, thing in that pr- in that in that box. <laughs> the dick in the box. <laughs> Joe, Joey's gonna put his dick in the box. Oh man, oh man! But you know what, Joey? This week, what, did you get into anything this week? You went out of town. I've been out. I went on. Uh, I went on a trip to visit with my brother, um, which Thomas Lafaro. Um, which was interesting. I um, he he moved. He, see, before it was interesting because I move. I, he would go visit him and be. He'd be in Philadelphia, so there'd be like shit to do. And he moved from Philadelphia to Warrington, which is like twenty minutes north of Philly. Okay. And when you do that, there's nothing to do. <laughs> it is completely. Dead. It is the whitest white town, okay. as we as we you know previously mentioning, and I was brought up there to initially like to go up there to like study with him because he does marketing research and I wanted to learn you know what he does and see if I could apply it to my job because he uses okay. spreadsheets a lot. I use spreadsheets a lot. Might be able to find some new tricks of the trade and you know move my stats for our for our day job. I get up there and so the first day we you know we hung out we played basketball. I was like, all right, cool. Tomorrow we'll study, right? No, tomorrow, the next day we wake up, he's like, okay, I got to go on an errand. I have to go take my ex-girlfriend to pick up her aunt. <laughs> so we have to, so we go to the, we go to drive out to Philadelphia International Airport after picking up his ex-girlfriend. And by the time we get to the airport, all, all three of us need to pee. <laughs> it sounds about right. Actually, the dog was there. And I think the dog, the dog needed, needed to pee, pee too. too. Yeah. Um, so, so we drop her off to go find the aunt who's in baggage claim somewhere. Okay. And me and my brother had to go loop around because we couldn't sit in the rivals. Yeah. So we go to the cell phone waiting area and I had to explain to them what a cell phone wa- waiting area was because, you know, Thomas. <laughs> and, uh, and like, right as we get, we're at the pull- turn in there, they call. I'm like, all right, so we pull up. Pull up, can't find them anywhere. We're like, all right, we're going to sit here because we know they're right about to come out. Okay. And my brother's like, I got to go. So he's like, hand me one of those bottles on the floor. Y'all pissing the bottles again. So he's like, he and as he's about to enter this bottle, out they pop. 
from the door. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like scrambling to like put himself back together. He's like, like he's like, don't look. I'm like, why would I? I don't. <laughs> why know. would I look? It I looks like mine. <laughs> Been there, done that. Um, so uh, her aunt was a very nice lady. So, but then we had to drive. So we had to do se- several stops. So next we had to go. And he, so we didn't. None of us got to pee yet. So then we go to, and she has to pick up her keys from her brother who has has some facility somewhere that's not her house. Okay. So we drive to this place, and there's Dunkin' Donuts. I'm thinking, surely there'll be a – I've never been to a Dunkin' Donuts that didn't have a bathroom. Yeah. This one didn't. Wow. Um. So my brother decides, he's like, fuck it, and he just walks off down the street. He's like, I'm just going to find a hole or a tree or something and pee on it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm chilling by the car. And so the girlfriend. Finally, the aunt comes back, and we go. Any hanky panky happened when you were uh, chilling with the girlfriend? No. You sure? No. All right, all right. Just check. It's not necessary. <laughs> uh, not not worth not worth all that. It could, um, ha- it could happen. No. It couldn't. <laughs> uh, so then there was, so then there, so then we had to go to McDonald's down the street. Then we had to go to her house. We get to her house, and we help her unpack. And we get okay, good. We dropped her off. She's all set, right? The second we like close the door, she's like, "Oh no, I can't stay here tonight." She hadn't been in the house for I don't know how long or something, so mm-hmm. I don't know if the heat wasn't working or I don't know what happened. <laughs> so now we got to drive her out to her brother's house, but we have to go to the supermarket first. Oh wow! So then we're about to leave, and my brother is helping her carry out one of the pieces of luggage, and he's got his keys. He's, my brother has every key known to man on his keychain. About right. It's like the key master. I swear to God. It's like a janitor key. It's weird. He's like, I don't know, He he's like a hoarder with weird things. Like <laughs> He has the most sparse refrigerator you'll ever see. He okay. has one cutting board and one knife. <laughs> <laughs> he's like sparse with certain things, but he hoards other things. His wallet, I got him a really nice wallet, and it's already almost ruined because he has every card he has ever had in his wallet. He's like, oh, I also have carry cash in there. That's why I was blown. No, you have cards in there you don't use. <laughs> Trust me on this. Bunch of outdated gift cards in there. So I know he has keys on there that he doesn't use, but he has this bulky keychain with, like, there's, like, a cocaine holder and some other shit. I don't know. Thomas. <laughs> just, yes, Thomas. Just a ball of stuff on the chain. And we're and – and he's trying to, like – like, he's walking to the car, and then we notice that the, the piece of luggage he's carrying, which is, like, this big piece of luggage, mm-hmm. had unzipped on the bottom. And we're worried about stuff falling out. So we're like, Thomas, be careful. The thing's unzipped. So now he's, like, looking at us and trying to, like, rotate it so he can zip it up while having his keys in his hand. So, of course, he sets off the panic button on his own <laughs> car alarm. Now, if you know my brother, he does not, like, any time there's attention being drawn to him in any way. He so, loses his fucking mind. So he immediately <laughs> panics and just drops the suitcase down the stairs <laughs> with the... This somehow doesn't explode. I don't know how it didn't. That's hilarious. So we had to go to the supermarket, and then as we're leaving, um, the aunt, I, I went in with her to help her get her stuff so we could move more quickly, and then she points out this old lady who's struggling to get her walker into this car. How she got the walker to the su- supermarket, I have no idea. But she's trying to fit this walker into this trunk, and I'm like, and, and I'm like, she's like, I don't know why it doesn't fit it fit when I put it in before. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, move over. I got this. And she's like, I'm just going to throw away these. She had this bag of curtains that she was going to give to Goodwill or something. They were like old gingerbread man Christmas ornaments. It was weird. It was like an old lady trunk of all old lady trunks. Wow. So finally I fit it in there and we drop it off. That was Monday. <laughs> that was Monday? That was just Monday. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Yeah. It sounds like a week of shit. To yeah, go right. Through. Right. Wow. So yeah, then there was a there was a Christmas party and this other stuff, but basically it was just we played basketball every day. Okay. And then there was a lot of, and then Wednesday I uh he had to go to work and left me at the house, so I was sitting there bored. And what do you do when you're bored? You get in Facebook arguments about whether or not Die Hard's a Christmas movie. I saw that. <laughs> Topher. <laughs> All right, Topher. Um, are you friends with Joey Lafaro on Facebook? Uh, yeah. Okay. Th- did you happen to see? The argument he got into with uh, one Joseph Gilpin. Um, I'll admit it. I picked that fight. You did. <laughs> you did. You know you did. Oh, no. I actually, first of all, I posted. Did you, I, on, I just you, responded to the question. Did, did you see it, Topher? No, I didn't see it. Okay. So our friend and known scab picker, Candace August, uh, posted, what is your favorite Christmas movie on Facebook? Now, the reason she posted this is the same reason everyone posted every year since that that stupid meme came out and everyone started going, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. She posted it to see what the hell happened and who was going to get in, who what argument was going to happen. I know she did it that way. Guess what, Candace? I'm on to you. <laughs> you're trying to ruin you're trying to ruin the community that has come together as one. One brick at a time, but I, I'm I'm on to you. I'm on to you. And the, and those she admitted ra- it too. She knew that was gonna happen. And those reindeer pictures you keep posting on Inst- on a uh, Snapchat with your low cut cleavage shirts. <laughs> don't think I ain't looking. <laughs> no, normally I don't go. I don't go for that bait anymore. Uh-huh. But I had nothing to do that Dude. day. I had it was the wrong day because like I had all the time in the world to have that fight. Bait is the best word to use for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Tover, have you ever have you ever gotten into one of those like you know annual debates that always come up that like you just like you're doing it just because like because you know some someone's bothered by something that they just shouldn't be. Uh, yeah, my mom taught me the fine art of poking people with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that sounds about right. That sounds about how this whole thing went. So, so Joey proceeds to say that that Die Hard is his favorite Christmas movie. Then Joe Gilpin proceeds to yell and rant and rave about why Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie. And then he gets other people involved. Here's the thing. He got up on his soapbox and accused people who thought Die Hard was a Christmas movie of getting that idea from an Internet meme. Yes. Now, it's true that when he posted his initial uh, protest, um, which wasn't his listing. It wasn't. He, first of all, he didn't answer Candace's question. Mm-hmm. Second of all, <laughs> Boom. he didn't follow the instructions. So no. So now you're going to get trolled. So then it was just a series of diehard gifts that I. <laughs> it wasn't even like words. It was no, just it was just gift after gift after gift. Yes. So once he does that, then then um, Joe goes on his own Facebook page. And proceeds to say... And he said, I'm not here for the trolling. You will get blocked. And yeah. I was like, well, if I get blocked, I can't keep fucking with him. So I stopped giffing, and I just yeah. started making it ain't argument. Yes. So when he, he makes a post on his Facebook page about the same argument that he was having about Die Hard. So I put on... I posted... It's like say, he, he said that liking Die Hard is your favorite Christmas movie is like saying gum is your favorite food. Yes. Or something along those something lines. Something along those lines. But then, uh, then I posted on his, on his post, I commented and saying... Well, you haven't given a logical reason as to why Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie. And then he proceeds to tell me Christmas movies have to do with cheer and and the spirit of Christmas. It has to have Christmas and, values. And Christmas which values, which, 
which I only can assume means that they have to have like three rolls for two on <laughs> wrapping paper. I think that's the deal. That's a Christmas value. <laughs> so, so I so now I've started now I've started the beef with Joe, and so we're going down the list, and then I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna settle this beef, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make it a DJ thing. So you know what I did? I posted, "What is your favorite Christmas song?" And I was like, because I'm a DJ, I want I wanted to hear all these people's favorite Christmas songs. And it goes down the list. I'm getting the Dropkick Murphys. I'm getting uh, Rudolph. I'm getting all types of crazy shit coming in. And then Joe Kilpin writes, Untouchable by Tupac. And I went, wait the fuck. <laughs> Don't troll me on my post. I didn't troll you on any post. I asked a simple fucking question. So I went, wait a minute. Untouchable came out in November. And it was written the year earlier. So it's not a Christmas. It didn't come out during Christmas. It's not, it doesn't even have any bells in it. So you can't say that's a Christmas song. Die Hard, he's wearing a Santa hat. 90% of the fucking movie. And again, it takes place at Christmas. He traveled across the country to mend his relationship with, with the mother of his children to be a whole family. How is that not Christmassy? That is a Christmas I, story. That is, is warm. He went through some extra shit too to yeah, do it. He went he went through hell to get his woman back. That is Christmas. <laughs> that is Christmas. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care how you cut it. I've seen a lot of Christmas movies. I saw this Christmas last week with uh, uh with uh, uh was that Chris Brown in it. He didn't beat anybody up in this movie. Yeah. Dude, that's a good movie where Chris Brown doesn't punch a woman in the face. Yeah, well, he also tried to say that Home Alone isn't a Christmas movie, and that's just stupid, right? And I mean, but Home Alone—if if Home Alone's a Christmas movie, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. They're all Christmas movies. Thank you. They're all Christmas movies. You know why they're Christmas movies? Because they came out at Christmas. You know what the worst Christmas movie ever made is? <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the claymation. You know yes. why that's the worst? Because it's the most bigoted movie in the <laughs> fucking world. It is the worst movie. It teaches kids the worst fucking lesson ever. It tells them if you you can be ostracized by everyone, but if your one singular talent works, you can get a good job. That's the only fucking thing it teaches kids. It doesn't teach them how to fucking be fair. He still couldn't play any reindeer games. That reminds me when I <laughs> when I get back into stand up, I need to go off on an, on the entire thing about all of the bad lessons our children's stories are teaching. <laughs> Because <laughs> you I, teach horrible lessons. Because I realize how fucked up Jack the Giant Beanstalk is. Like that's the essence of all white privilege. <laughs> white privilege is fucked. That's that's white privilege. Let's see. Um, it's a kid who squanders his family inheritance <laughs> to get a beanstalk to go break and entering to go steal shit from a dude and then kill him and then cover it up. And that's a valuable lesson about oh, I guess I shouldn't do that again. Like that's, <laughs> he gets away with killing a. Killing a giant like this. <laughs> <laughs> he kills a person and everyone celebrates. Yes. <laughs> Fucked up stories. Oh, man. But anything else happened to you this week, Joey? Uh, no, I thought was that not enough. <laughs> that, that was enough. That was truthfully enough. That was enough. That was enough for me. Um, DJ Marcus didn't do anything wholeheartedly this week. Um, I did have a story, but we're coming up on the end of the segment, so I ain't going to share it this week. I'll share it another time. You know why? Because it's my show and I can do that. Okay. All right. You good with that? 
I'm, I'm, it's going to come up at a weird time, isn't it? It is. This is going to be one of those things where you go off on some tangent and we're confused. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know how this show goes. I like every, every couple months, I'll just stop the whole show and I'll be like, you know what I really hate? I hate when midgets just come around a corner and just <laughs> look at you in the face. And everyone's like, when the hell did a midget look you in the face? <laughs> Yesterday. God damn it. Oh, man. But we're going to take a break on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Um, and we're going to come back, and we're going to have an interview segment, a good old-fashioned interview segment with, with uh, Topher. Um, so stick in, hang out, and we're going to have some fun and a whole lot more laughs on the Dot Comedy Podcast. And this segment of That Comedy Podcast is brought to you by the That Comedy Podcast. That's right. Visit That Comedy Podcast on SoundCloud. That dot, at, at SoundCloud.com slash podcast.comedy. That's right. The That Comedy Podcast. Each week, you can find Joey LaFaro, Big Bad Blue, and your host, DJ Marcus, right here on the internet. So find us at SoundCloud.com slash podcast. D-O-T-C-O-M-E-D-U-I. And we're back on the That Comedy Podcast. This is my man. I love this guy. This guy's this guy's great. Sam Smith. I ain't played this for any particular reason. <laughs> this reminds me. I have. Uh, I need to, to get to work on my new album. You do. What's your new album called? I haven't. I, need, I don't have a title for it yet. I was gonna uh, call it Ramblings of Rambunctious Mind. <laughs> or Ram Squared. Ram Squared. There you go. That works too. That voice. You Ram hear. Ram. Yeah. <laughs> that voice you hear is Joey LaFaro. All parodies. And we're, <laughs> we're back on the Dot Comedy Podcast. I sent you notes on this. I didn't pay attention to shit. You send me shit all the time that I don't listen to, look at, listen to, or care about. But I've sent my manager notes <laughs> on what I wanted to do with my career next. I am, I'm the worst manager ever. You know why I'm the worst manager ever? Because I manage you, and I also manage me. <laughs> So if I'm managing me, I can't worry about you. <laughs> so you know what? I'm going to stop managing me, and I'm going to worry about you. No, that's not how this shit works. <laughs> Blue's your new manager. I've, I've, I've officially hired Blue. Blue is my assistant. Oh, dear God. He's my assistant intern. Um, so now I'm going to make him your primary go-to guy. You're not going to Adam Davies me. <laughs> I don't even know if Blue would qualify. You're loiting me. That's I'll what you're doing. i Sven Lloyd. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> That should be fun. And, but th- this week's guest, Mr. Topher Belova. I keep saying that wrong. Bellavia. <laughs> Jesus. Mr. Topher Bellavia. It's not even a hard name. That's what is throwing me off. Makes it seem like you're doing it on purpose. I'm not. Don't think I am, Topher. Don't think I'm doing this on purpose. I love you even though I haven't met you. <laughs> Oh, but Topher is joining the Dot Comedy team. Oh, man. And we, we wanted to have him in the studio, but today is a snow day. Um, so it's a lot of snow down on the ground. And it's it's l- wet and wild out It looks there. like it's starting to ice up. That shit <laughs> looked dangerous as fuck. <laughs> I looked out the Dot Comedy studio window and went, okay, I ain't going no goddamn where today. <laughs> it's cold and tight out there. Yeah. Cold and tight? <laughs> that sounded wrong. <laughs> that is, that's a horrible... <laughs> it, no. <laughs> T- no. You know, <laughs> would the water get tight? It no. Goes. 
That's not what water does. No. No. <laughs> oh, man. But Topher, yeah. I want to know about you, sir. Now, sure. now, now, the last segment I did play into this interview segment, Sam Smith. Now, can anyone guess why I played Sam Smith? Damn, no, no. one guessed? God damn it. Someone no. guessed. <laughs> you wanted to be touched? <laughs> the song is called Latch, Jack. God damn it. I don't know what that means. You never seen? You never heard of Sam Smith? I've heard of him. Sam I've Smith's heard that greatest. song. Sam Smith's the greatest. Topher, do you think Sam Smith's the greatest, greatest singer of our time? Don't know. <laughs> he cares about your feelings. What are you saying? That's what the trailer said on that one is. Th- thank you, Topher. I appreciate that, and I appreciate you on the Dot Comedy Podcast. All right, but Topher, who are you, Topher? I've never met you. I don't think you uh, did. Topher come to any Dot Comedy shows? Or did we quit by the time? No, I don't think you made it out. Well, I I actually went to because I was I was at the time I was work I went to one of Tober's workshops. Okay. Um, Tober does improv comedy workshops that are phenomenal. If you are com- comic listening to this show, you need to go to this workshop and see what he, the man can do for you because it's there's a lot that you may not be privy to. You may not be fully uh, extending your comedy powers if you haven't gone to this workshop. Okay. Tover, Tover, who do you do your workshops with, buddy? Uh, I do different kinds of workshops. I do workshops with improvisers, um, and I do workshops with stand-up in groups and one-on-one. Okay. Where do you do them? Do you just do them at just random places, or do you have a home base? Do the uh, workshop somewhere else at a theater. Okay, all right, that sounds good, man. I, I've, I'm I'm not a stand-up comedian. I'm just funny because I'm a humorous person. Um, so I I may now I'm not saying I'm gonna do it. I may tap you for a. Uh, <laughs> I may reach out to you and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and and set up a meet. <laughs> yeah, like out phrasing tap. boom. <laughs> We're not doing phrasing anymore. We, we discussed this. Um, I may reach out to you so I can get my stand-up chops together because I've been told that I should be a stand-up comedian. Um, I'm pretty funny. I think I am. Um, I have a dry. I think. I think I'm more of a storyteller, Joey. That's what everybody says. You know, who all said that Phil. Phil told a horrible story though. His story lasted too long. <laughs> Shout out to avocado, uh, Phil Avocado. <laughs> <laughs> He's my boy. I love him to death. But his story lasts too long. I told him that. I told him that myself. I told him that. It, it, it's, it's fine. I love him to death. And he's my boy. And I think he has a show he does every week too. But uh, that's not. That's neither here nor there. We're here to talk about Topher. So, Topher, do you do stand up comedy or do you just do you just those who can't do those who can't teach? What kind of thing you do? I have never done a stand up set. You haven't? No. Okay. So, so. So, what made you get into the the te- the work with work with stand up comedians and improv comedy? Well, I've uh, been doing comedy for thirty years. Okay. Uh, performing, uh, and I like studying it. I like studying it as a topic. I like studying uh, the math of it, the science of it, and uh, I, comic movie 
taught uh, improv in D.C. for about 20 years, so uh, I thought the same principles could uh, apply to stand-up. Um, I've worked some, with uh, some stand-ups in the past in D.C. and teaching them some improv, and they they found it really helpful. Okay, well, that's a, that sounds freaking awesome, man. I, I, yeah. I, I, a lot of a lot of stand-ups in the in that come through here. They they do they don't have that one thing that I think they they need to get to that next level. And I believe that's that that improv part where they can actually tap into a um, well improvisational t- touch instead of doing scripted things like oh I know these are my jokes punchline punchline uh, setup punchline setup punchline something extra in there will get them to that next level. And I think that that's something that most of that Joey needs specifically. <laughs> Joey sucks. Uh, he keeps staring at me in the face. This, I'm not used to you looking at me when I do stuff like this, so it's throwing me the fuck off. I just want you to understand that. <laughs> staring me in the eyes as I'm doing this, because you suck. <laughs> I have, uh, so I have a class tomorrow called uh, Improv for Stand-Up. Okay. And uh, so I was trying to think of, like, what's the main thing that a stand-up needs to be uh, to be successful? I think it's an entertainer, like be able to, uh, you know, uh, interact with the audience, but that type of thing that you're talking about, a lot of people, it's, uh, I don't know, it's very selfish, it's just like just for them. Yeah. Um, but you're, you know, you want to make uh, people have fun, make people, you know, uh, have enjoyment there. Yeah, and that, that's that's key. Touch people a little bit. <laughs> you want to touch people a little bit? Yeah. 2017, Joe, you can't touch people anymore. Just, just, just a pinky and a ring finger, just a little. Th- no, that's the booty hole. It's <laughs> a shocker. You're doing the shocker, Joey. Don't be doing the shocker to people. That's wrong. Inappropriate. What about like a <laughs> sort of pincer maneuver? You're so stupid. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Two pinkies. <laughs> oh my goodness. But but okay. So for so. So you have that workshop coming up. Anything else you got coming up in the uh, near future? Would, would you mind telling us some of the um, no. comics that you that you work with? Because I'm familiar, but I don't know if our audience has. Yeah, I have. N- I've never heard. Sure, um, I've worked with uh, Rory Scovel. Um, we're we're actually on an improv team together. Uh, we perform sometimes. Um, Aparna Narchal. Uh, do you know her? The name sounds familiar. Name sounds but familiar. I have it. Oh. For the Seth Meyers show. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, Seton Smith, Seton Smith, mm-hmm. um, the uh, head writer of the uh, uh, news on Saturday Live, writing the news. Okay. Oh, wow. Well, that's awesome, man. You, man. you got some credits behind you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey's bringing in bosses. I didn't know Joey, Joey, Joey knew people. <laughs> what kind of shit is this? Why the hell are we still in the basement? <laughs> I don't know. I always have. I have. I find out I have these connections, and then they never go anywhere. <laughs> Why are we doing this in our apartment, man? You know people. Successful. Do you need to go blow Harvey Weinstein or his brother now? <laughs> I need you to get successful, Joey. <laughs> it's because every time I build a new bridge, I burn one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! But yeah. So, anything else you got going on, Topher, in the, in, in the near future? Okay. And uh, um, I was coaching. I coach improv each week. Where do you coach at? Um, 
Okay. Uh, that's uh, where the Washington Improv Theater is uh, based. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, so I helped found that uh, classic program. So got uh, to uh, teach a lot of uh, improvisers in DC. Okay. Where can uh, folks uh, try to like reach out to you to schedule like an appointment if they're interested? Topher's Kick-Ass Comedy. Okay. Topher's Kick-Ass Comedy. Okay. Okay. And then you said it was, uh, wh- and where can they go see you perform with the, was it Chinese Menu Comedy? Yeah, Chinese Menu Comedy. And they perform at uh, uh, DCAC in Adams Morgan. Okay. Yeah. Is that on a particular night, or is it just check the page for updates type thing? Yeah, check the for page uh, for updates. It's once a month. Okay. Okay. So yeah. once a month, check out. Chinese menu comedy. That's right. And if you uh and like what you see, go to Topher's Kick Ass Comedy. There you go. And uh, learn from the master himself. See, Joey, you are good. I mean, I know what I, I can when I want to be. <laughs> you should host this show. <laughs> I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna sit <laughs> over here. I'll DJ. You know, you know how I like doing it anyway. Um, <laughs> oh man! But it threw you off because I did that. For yeah, once. It, it, it like this is the first time you've ever like stepped into an interview part. Whereas, like, normally Joey, Joey knows the interviewee, so he doesn't add anything to the interview. It's just me going, I don't know you, so let me let me ask you questions about you. And it's a jo- when Joey adds things, it throws me the hell off. So, But it's it's a good throw off. You know why, Joey? What's that? Because you're a champion to me, even though you lost the championship uh, football game. Let's <laughs> doing that shit again. Don't cry on me, man. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it, man. Don't do Don't it. Don't do this to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Stop playing. <laughs> oh, man. But we know what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. Let's, let me let me get some music set up here, Joey. Joey, Joey, pad for a minute. Pad? Pad. Pad? Like, do you know notepad? I should really call someone about this traffic ticket. You have a traffic ticket? I just found it under my monitor. That one you didn't pay from like two months ago? All right. Here's the thing. It was a right turn. Okay. There's no right turn on red. No, in PG I, w- County. I, I went there. There wasn't a sign. There's still no right turn on red in PG County. What? Since you when? have to slow. How many? How, how many seconds is it? I don't know. It tells you on the ticket. I'm gonna call them and let, be like, "This is bullshit." It. Let me see it. Let me. T- I can tell you because because um, uh, you, you. I'm padding you. you okay. My baby it. mama got that same ticket, and it there is no sign there saying you cannot turn on right on red. But in PG County, there is a law. That says you have to come to a complete stop and observe both lanes of traffic before you proceed into the traffic lane. And you, if you do not come to a complete stop or you move too fast because there's no traffic coming, you get a ticket. Hmm. I'm going to call because <laughs> that's my prerogative. That's your prerogative. You can do what you want to do. <laughs> but on the Dot Comedy Podcast, we're going to take a quick break. But we'll be back with Topher, Joey LaFaro, your boy, DJ Marcus, in a minute on the Dot County Podcast. Hey. 
And this segment of That Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Fighters Block. Joe Gilpin and Jesse Rivas talk about combat sport each week. Anywhere you find the That Comedy Podcast, you'll find Fighters Block. That's right. Joe Gilpin, Jesse Rivas, MMA, boxing, combat sports, up the yin-yang. That's Fighters Block. That's right. Wherever you find the That Comedy Podcast on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, anywhere you find us, you will find them. Fighters Block. And we're back on the Dot Comedy Podcast. I am DJ Marcus, and it is indeed my motherfucking prerogative. I can do what I want to do, so mom, stop asking me to do things for you because I don't need to because it's my prerogative. I can do what I want to do. That's the main, that's the, I'm sorry, uh, that's, that's internal. See, um, see, I told you I was going to come back around. Damn it, uh, I'm sorry. This song, break, this song uh, pulls out deep emotions <laughs> I gotta live my life. For me, it's uh, Billy Joel's moving out. <laughs> <laughs> same thing. It, it makes you feel the same way. Yeah. Topher, do you have a song that uh, that puts you in that kind of that place? Um. Wait, what kind of place? That place where you think about everything that's wrong in your life. <laughs> yeah, every song. Every song. <laughs> every song. Every time I hear music. <laughs> I can I can understand that. <laughs> there's there's certain there's certainly a lot of songs that make me feel that way. Well, what's Joey? This week, I didn't. I was in I was in the world of bliss and love, so I did not get a chance to breeze through the uh, the newspapers and the headlines of the of the world. But I did hear some things that you bought to me. So what's going on in the world, Joey? So uh, Alabama had a special election. My boy Roy. <laughs> Roy motherfucking Moore. This guy. That guy's hilarious. He conf- refuses to concede defeat. <laughs> it, Still? It quotes, Im- immorality sleeps over our land. <laughs> because of him. <laughs> yeah, dude, because of you. Roy Moore is the gr- is the greatest. I-, I seriously believe Roy Moore is a, he's a cartoon villain. In real life, <laughs> between him and Trump, I don't know who's more villainous in real life. Uh, Roy Moore, for all the, for all our fans out there who don't know, um, is a child molester. Now he's a child molester from 30 years ago, who currently was running for the Senate seat that was um, previously held by uh, Bilbo Baggins himself, uh, Jeff Sessions. Um, and Jeff Sessions, since he gave up his seat to become the Secretary of State or Defense or what is he? I can't have a, we can't have a leprechaun as Secretary of Defense. I don't know. It was one of those. Yeah, he's, I think he's Secretary of State. He was uh, Trump's bitch. Yeah, Trump's bitch. So no, Attorney General, Attorney General Jeff Sessions. That's what his name is. Okay. So he, so Jeff Sessions had to give up that seat. So they had a special election to 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 elect a new senator to take that place. Roy Moore, the gun-toting, cowboy hat-wearing, horse-riding uh, demagogue. <laughs> Did ride a horse out of the voting booth? Yes, he did. Like a fucking cowboy. This is a fucking sassy. <laughs> he's the sassiest cowboy in the world. No, the horse was named Sassy. Did you know that? No, no I didn't, didn't know that. That's great. <laughs> that is fantastic. Short for sarsaparilla. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so Roy Moore is accused. Now he hasn't been convicted of anything. We here in the Dot Comedy Podcast believe wholeheartedly you are not guilty. Until you're proven guilty by CNN, MSNBC, C- CBC, and, and, the C- and the CDC. You are not guilty until all those corporations, those three-letter corporations, all the what? <laughs> get together and say you're guilt. 
Um, so Roy Moore was accused of uh, molestation and uh, child perversion, uh, which means basically he was perving kids, perving 15-year-old girls at the mall. Now, speaking as a reformed mall pervert, I, I'm, 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 I'm not going to say I've ever talked to any of those young ladies that I see at the mall, Joey, but Joey, you've been with me. Oh, yeah. You've been with me at the mall. I yeah. mean, Jesus Christ. It's the fucking mall, man. But you know better than to knock on that door. Oh, I don't knock on that door, motherfucker. You go to jail. <laughs> Last thing I need is to go to fucking jail. I got a small booty hole. You can know. That ain't fun. <laughs> you just let those dreams be dreams. <laughs> I'll leave them the hell alone. I got. I, I, I refuse to have a man behind me. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with having a man behind you, but <laughs> that's just not my cup of tea. I ain't saying, hey, at the end of the day, hey, if that's your, uh, why am I stuttering over that? I don't know why I got I got flustered behind that nervous. comment. I didn't get nervous for no fucking reason at all. <laughs> it's like Alex Starr was on the podcast or something. <laughs> but Roy Moore, you're asking someone to cede an election when he still hasn't ceded the Civil War. Yeah, he still thinks we're, he, he said the great, America was great when we were in before the Civil War, America was great. Bitch, what? <laughs> Seriously? So, so it was hilarious. So, and, and oh, I did see. I didn't. I didn't read any articles or anything because I don't like reading the news because the news depresses me. Um, but I did see a bunch of um, Facebook posts where people were saying they were busting in people from other states, busting in black people from other states to vote in the uh, in the Alabama election. I'm like, who the fuck gets bussed to Alabama to vote? That sounds really extra. Yeah. Like, that doesn't seem like it's necessary, truthfully. If, if Alabama wanted a pervert to be their command, their uh, leader or one of their leaders of their state, they could just elect the pervert. They didn't want him. And you know who, vo- who, know who didn't want him the most? Black women, which is hilarious. Uh, 90, well. 93% of black women voted against Roy Moore. <laughs> Which raises an interesting question. And I'm really surprised no one has brought this up, but I'm concerned for that 7%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they clearly are in the sunken place. Yes. Someone needs to get down there with a camera and flash <laughs> post-haste. Because it, it was 93% of black women and 95 no, um I'm trying to find the stat now. I think it was like 90, 90% of black men. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I don't think I think it was it was I, like ninety. I think it was like ninety three and ninety six because okay. like it was I I I made the mistake of saying who's the seven percent of the black people, but that's not how you do math. <laughs> so I was like, it's not. But I'm just like I'm worried about the black people that voted for Roy Moore. Like that's I'm not worried about them. You know why? Cause that's, they're, cause they're I'm, still, I'm worried about them. They're still sharecropping down there. <laughs> uh, they, they, they they gotta be. They gotta be waiting. For for massa to come back because it's just crazy. Yeah, Stockholm shit. syndrome. They do. That's what happens when you live in fucking Alabama. It's like it's like living in New York. It, I hate New York. If I ever moved there, I'd hate it there. <laughs> I know. I know. By the time I'm looking up, I'd be like Candace taking pictures in Times Square, spinning around like Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna make it after all. That's the funniest shit I've ever seen on her Instagram when she was spinning around in a circle. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you look so lonely doing that shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, shout out to Candace August. I love you still. 
I still uh, every every day I look at those thirsty ass pictures you keep posting. But back to back to this. Seventy six percent of voters said the allegations of sexual misconduct against Moore were not a factor at all in their decision. Okay, I have a daughter. DJ Marcus has a daughter. Okay, so if any allegations come out that some pervy old man, what is happening right now? Oh, that's my computer. Turn that shit off. Blue. Stop it, Blue. You do the same shit Blue does every fucking week. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't open the live feed that we're on. <laughs> but I open a news story to get source material. And then it starts blowing. All right, that's fine. But I have a daughter. So if it, if it comes out that a pervy white man or black man in, um, in Maryland is running for Senate and comes to find out he was looking at my daughter when she was at the mall, not only... Now, as a father, not only will I not vote for him, but much like in the Bill Cosby situation, that motherfucker going to have to duck a lot quicker than people give him expectation to. Because I'm coming for his fucking head. Why do we let perverts get to this point in our fucking civilization? Where are fathers at? I know how they always say, where's the black dad and all this other shit. Where are these white fathers that keep letting their daughters get multiple years raped by women? I do not. I don't understand this fucking situation. But he was running for Senate. They're still regretting that they had daughters. Don't you understand? That's how that works. I love having a daughter. You know why I love having a daughter? Because I can raise her like having a son. And that way she beats up men. That way I ain't got to worry about whether or not she's going to protect herself down the road. Because I, I teach my daughter how to punch regularly. Here's the thing that throws me off with this whole this whole situation anyway. Uh, Roy Moore didn't, didn't concede, but Trump did. <laughs> Trump which, conceded which for him. Which threw me off. I was like, hey, uh, good race, Roy Moore. You lost. Well, them. here's the thing, but he's a, he said the write-in votes played a very big factor. <laughs> write-ins for who? <laughs> <laughs> Is there some third-party candidate in <laughs> Alabama that, like, like there was, oh, it was all the write-in votes for Nick Saban? It's like, what, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? That'd be hilarious if there was like 35,000 write-in votes for Nick Saban. Nick Saban should be <laughs> king, president, and entrepreneur. <laughs> Bama football, roll tide. Roll tide. <laughs> I guarantee 90% of the ballots had roll tide written on the bottom of them. <laughs> That's who they voted for. <laughs> right in for roll tide. <laughs> we give them no credit. I just swear to God. We give Al- Alabama Mississippi are thought of as the bastard stepchildren of America. No one likes them in any way, shape, or form. And even though Florida's worse, people actually like Florida. Yeah. Florida's worse, but people like Florida. I don't know what the fuck it is, but if you say Alabama, if you say I'm moving to Alabama or Mississippi, people will look at you side-eyed. Like, <laughs> why? Because you know what? I think it's the the Mississippi and Alabama can't is, are are just functional enough to do shit on purpose. Florida is just like we, we, you can't be too, too mad. Like they're just they're just that dumb. Like, they just, <laughs> just that many things breaking down there. That <laughs> True enough. <laughs> There's that many absurd things going on. Like, oh my goodness. But who? Who? Okay. Here's here's a straw poll for the for the dot comedy uh, team here now. Who thought Roy Moore was gonna win? Everybody. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. I thought he was gonna win too, and that was the that was the shocking part. Everybody on Facebook was saying, "Please don't do this. Please don't do this. <laughs> please, Alabama, if you got any sense, please just, don't just do this. Just this one time, <laughs> come through. Please come through. It's like that dad that never comes to a basketball game, and then he comes to your last <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> just like, Did you see the Charles Barkley quote? 
Oh yeah, Charles Barkley. It was hilarious. <laughs> what did he say? Uh, it, I think he was like, uh, "Pull it up." I, I I don't remember word for word, and I don't want to misquote Charles well, Barkley. Tell do you recall what it was? Yeah, that, that is what he said. <laughs> is he from there? Yes. I didn't know that. Proud Alabaman. That makes sense. He's a proud Alabama. That makes so much more make sense about him. Yes, it does. <laughs> it, it truthfully does. Oh, man. What else is going on in the world, Joey? Um, Terrible. Um, Terrible. <laughs> uh, so, you know that uh, the, the Me Too has now become called The Reckoning, apparently been upgraded from Me Too to The Reckoning, which sounds like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. It is, because this shit is horrible, too. <laughs> and the uh, end is going to be crazy. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a twist ending where all those women were men <laughs> the whole time. Well, speaking of that, um, <laughs> the uh, Kansas congressional, uh, there's a Kansas congressional candidate that uh-huh. is now being uh, the first female political casualty oh. of said event. Hashtag us too. Andrea <laughs> Ramsey has withdrawn from a pr- promising congressional race after media reports of 2005 allegations against her for sexual harassment. 2005, though. Do men get sexually harassed? Topher, have you ever been sexually harassed by a woman? <laughs> Not enough that it became a problem for you. <laughs> no, it's never a problem. Never a problem for you. So apparently she uh, sexually harassed and retaliated against a male subordinate who said he'd rejected her advances. Multiple sources with knowledge of the case told the star that the man reached a settlement with Lab One, the company where Ramsey was executive vice president of human resources. Court documents. She was show. human resources president? <laughs> Court documents show that the man, Gary Funkhauser... Damn, Funk House. <laughs> Come on. That Gary can't be Funk his House. name. No one will ever believe you. Your name is Funk House. <laughs> I feel like that was like half the reason for the harassment was yeah. the name. It's like, man, do you live in a Funk House? <laughs> <laughs> At least you were just slapping him on the ass and going, Funk House. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So. So, so she he, she got accused. So now she dropped out of the pre- the uh, congressional race. They brought it up. So now she's now she's got out of the running. Which it this seems relatively uh, one one thing, but she did yeah she did abuse her power. So yeah, it's abuse of power. That that that's that, okay. I've come clear. To this is literally like it was a settlement. This is a confirmed abuse of power. There's no disputing, guessing. Okay. I've come to the end of my rope with a few things, Joey. All right, hashtag me too has reached the end of my rope. Now the re- it it now I'm I'm not saying it's reached the end of my rope as far as people need to stop complaining stop or I'm stop stop um, exposing these situations from happening because at the end of the day I'm speaking to the dot comedy universe. It happens. Let's deal with it and let's get right. Okay, but everybody losing their goddamn jobs. It's gonna be nobody working in a minute. Yeah, someone's else ready for that opportunity. Okay, I, uh, okay. now, if, like, six people come out of the woodwork tomorrow and say DJ Marcus at a, at a uh, charity function uh, grabbed my ass, would you believe them? Yes, because <laughs> DJ Marcus is a pervert. <laughs> but, 
But if DJ Marcus is running for Congress, okay, and my previous life was as a DJ, mm-hmm. are you really going to come up to me and, and have that problem still? Because the, the issue I look at is Donovan McNabb. Just lost a job with the not the, yeah, Donovan McNabb and uh, there's another football player. I forgot his name. They both lost their jobs with ESPN. Okay. Because of a sexual harassment allegation that came up recently. Yeah. And I'm looking at it going, okay, they're football players. Uh, we know football players are jerks anyway. Uh, 90% of them are man children <laughs> that, that never grew. I yeah. know most of them. They, they just don't grow up. Stop thinking, stop putting people on a fucking pedestal that don't belong on it. The president of the United States is a pussy grabber. Let's get that remembered before we start ostracizing. Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons is not the head of his companies anymore. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? I mean, I kind of figured. He does not own any Def Jam property anymore. Okay. Do you know what the reckoning is going to be? <laughs> what is the reckoning going to be? Uh, musicians. When musicians start going down. Oh, yeah. That's going to be horrible. Because all they do is have sex and do cocaine yeah, and, and grab women and throw them by the titties off stage. There's a song by Tech <laughs> 9 called Titties. Taylor Swift's going to go down. <laughs> yes. Taylor, every, <laughs> every man Taylor Swift's broken up with is going <laughs> to file suit in a single line and say everything. She's sexually harassing me for writing god-awful songs about our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think... Um, I, I mean, it. It. I'm glad it, it's it, it's going down. I mean, it's just it's one of those things. I just think it's great opportunity. Every time someone goes down, it's like, hey, opportunity. It's like for someone else to take their spot. Yes, it's like it's like look at all of this like low stock. You could just buy all of it and then it'll go up again, because it's eventually going to hit the lower lower levels. You know, that. I'm waiting for it to bottom out. I'm waiting for that that pork bellies to bottom out. <laughs> And then Eddie Murphy's going to tell me to buy, and I'll make a million dollars. Because all the kids are at home going, I want a PlayStation. I want a okay, Joe with the Kung Fu grip. So <laughs> their wife going to leave it because they ain't made no money this year. I got to pull that clip up. <laughs> oh, man. But again, hashtag Me Too strikes again. Um, this time, female casualties. Um, hey, you know what? Don't grab people's asses. Don't uh, get them. Don't talk about titties at work. I don't talk about titties at work. What else is going on in the world, Joey? Uh, so um, I think uh, it's it's a sad day. Uh, AOL Instant Messenger is officially being taken offline forever. So all you perverts out there, no more ASL to fifteen-year-old girls that you think are fifteen-year-old girls, which are really forty-five-year-old men. The day is the last day. Today, the 15th of, of December, 2017, is the last chat room day. No more cyber sex. At least no cyber sex. Now it's on Snapchat. Oh, man, I've done it. You've got <laughs> <laughs> have you ever Have you ever been in a chat room, Joe? Oh, yeah. Like like sexual chat room? Um. I did. I I was uh, a teenager, so I didn't handle it well. I just made it really awkward for everyone. <laughs> okay, Topher, have you ever been in a uh, sexual chat room? No, I haven't. You haven't? Okay. I, uh, no, no, no. The closest thing as I had was a stripper. Oh. Oh. <laughs> what kind? Of, what? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, all right. Here's the where we go. We can see the 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 Lucas basically process that statement. What kind of stripper was it? Okay, that, that's fine. I, I'm, I, I, 2017. <laughs> what I mean, what kind of chat room were you talking to a stripper, or was it a like a a, um, a cam site? Oh, cam site. Okay, cool. Hey, that comedy podcast. We are all for cam sites. Streammate. Um, what is it called? What's the other one, Joey? The one you like? Uh, free cam web webcam girls. Was it uh, cam soda? Uh, what was the other one? What's ben, where's Ben when I need him? Ben knows all yeah, of them. That's not my. Uh, that's not your. That's your wheelhouse. I only watch the videos that they recorded on there and then have been posted on xnxx.com. <laughs> and they and then they're like doing whatever, and I hear. <laughs> that means guys go, are beating Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's why I usually turn the sound off so I can not hear. So you not hear a voice. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things I don't want to hear. Yeah. Don't want to hear Either that. that grunting or the 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 that sound that when a when a penis gets wings. No, that's what that that ringing bell is. Oh yeah, no, that's that's when the coin. That's when they get gold. I know, but that's that's also the sound of a penis getting. <laughs> <laughs> that's the sound of a penis raising in the dark. <laughs> so Tover, you like um. You like male strippers? They should just go ahead and make that like a boiling. <laughs> that should be the sound. You like male strippers, uh, Tover? Uh, yeah, I've only had one live male stripper once. Okay. Uh, and my boss got him for me. Oh. For my birthday. Okay. I think I'm going to get Joey a male stripper this year. Yeah. And Why? In front of my uh, boyfriend. Oh, it was in front of your boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> it was very weird. How did that go? Oh no! He's like, let that let that penis hit your cheek one more goddamn time. Everybody dying in here. <laughs> so it didn't become like a team activity. It no. became just a a very like a shotgun wedding of sorts. <laughs> it's just watching yeah. you. It was my birthday. There were maybe forty people watching. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. I I mean I've gotten I've had I've gotten a lap dance in front of my girlfriend. She paid for it with my money. Uh, now this is that's a whole different conversation because we went to the strip club. It was like some friend of ours' birthday, and my best friend, Chef Dave, uh, my ex girlfriend, and two of her friends. We all went to the strip club. Now one of the strippers actually went to school with me, which I find more and more now going to strip clubs that more of them went to school with me because <laughs> I'm like, God damn, times must be really fucking hard. Because I went to school with a lot of smart people, and, and all these broads are stripping now. But so one of them went to school with me. So one, of, she just grabs my arm after like there's this really cute girl that was sitting on my lap, and I was like, all right, cool. She's just talking. Me and Dave sat away from the girls. They sat in the other room and on the, on the other side of the room, and they were just talking to the strippers themselves. And then my girlfriend told this one chick that had like a C-section scar to come over and like grab my arm <laughs> and take me in the back for a dance. I'm like. I didn't want her. Why didn't you get the chick I was talking to? She was trying to give you like a, a ghost of Christmas future moment. Thank you. <laughs> That's all it fucking was. If you get me pregnant, this is what you're going to have. But she was like really small and like she had a flat stomach, but you could see the scars. Yeah. At the bottom. That was so weird, man. I didn't like that dance. This and she is what w- you can hope for. No, I didn't want that. I think this <laughs> is what you came for. <laughs> 
so she so she so I get that dance and I go back and I'm like, why'd y'all why'd y'all pay for that dancer? Why don't y'all pay for the one that for you? you, (laughs) Why'd y'all pay for that dancer? And then they looked at me and they go, Well, she was the prettiest one we saw. And I was like, What about the one that was sitting on my lap? She was prettier than all the other chicks in this room right now, except the white one that was Mm. in the corner. And no one wants me to get a white stripper. That's just (laughs) stupid. I've I've had a couple white strippers that went real freaky. Like I hope my girl hope my current girlfriend's not watching. Is she watching? How many people watching? Uh, I haven't checked in a while. Nobody. Uh, a friend of mine called me from a strip club in Baltimore. Well, she's using a sketch-ass uh, handle. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> called me from a strip club? The phones are elite, are inappropriate at a strip club. Oh, really? They're outlawed. Most st- most strip clubs have a, do- a sign on the front door that says no, no phones allowed. Really? Yeah. He was, he was like, uh, do you want to talk to the stripper? <laughs> That sounds about right because I've got I've never gotten drunk at a strip club because I didn't want to go home like out of cashing out of my damn bank account. But I've gotten to the point where I was at a strip club and I spent five hundred dollars at a strip club. That's a lot of money when you only made like seven. Week. Yeah, I don't. I I I'm a worst at a strip club. I, I I try to tell girls not to bother with me because they're not. I'm like I'm not gonna spend money. So yeah, like don't. I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> like I know I'm like probably the more attractive guy here because I'm looking around the room and yeah. you don't have a lot of good options. But <laughs> I know you'd rather dance for me, but <laughs> I, I I don't have the money to so, to make make it worth your while. That's when you hey you become friends with them, then you can date them. I dated a stripper for a little while. That would not go well for me. Why? Are you jealous? Yeah, okay. I was jealous too. That's why I didn't work because I was like, I know what you, I know what you did with me in the champagne room. <laughs> I would just be one of those things where I'm like, am I naive or am I do I trust her or am I naive? And I'd be caught in that weird bubble. And I've been in there before. I don't like it. <laughs> it's not a good bubble to be in because it's like I want like I want to be trusting, but I also don't want to be the the fool. There you go. That simple. All right. Anything else going on in the world, Jimmy? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So there was a study at a hospital recently that said that uh, they were able to relieve suicidal thoughts within hours thanks to ketamine. Oh. It's a special K. You go down a K-hole, you ain't going to kill yourself. <laughs> that's, that's basically what they're saying. You're too deep in that K-hole. Isn't weren't some of them probably suicidal because they were withdrawn from ketamine? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, here's my question. Here's some drugs. Here's some drugs. Take these. You'll be good. Don't worry. <laughs> be happy. Here's my question for that for this study. It is 2017. How many people are still doing drug tests given by any scientific organizations now? I know they give out a lot of money to do it, but I don't, I don't see them like publicized anywhere, and I don't see where I could go take any of these drugs and go do it. Because I'm like, who's still stupid enough to do it? The people who did the uh, syphilis test were, were coerced by the uh, government because they were soldiers and they were made to do it. Who was taking ketamine? <laughs> 
<laughs> willingly <laughs> sitting there going, I don't want to kill myself no more. I was good. It, they got to be doing it on like the mental patients and shit. Yeah, it said um, <laughs> in the study, depressed patients who got an infusion of ketamine reported rapid relief from suicidal thoughts many as soon as a few hours after receiving the drug. Because they're high. Doctors recruited 80 clinically depressed volunteers who checked themselves into the New York State Psychiatric <laughs> Institute to take part in a randomized trial. Can we stop experimenting on the mentally disabled? <laughs> the volunteers all actively having suicidal thoughts received either the sedative mid midazolam, intended as a control, or a low-dose infusion of ketamine. The patients were then tracked for at least six weeks while they underwent a standard course of psychiatric treatment. That sounds about right. She gets some uh, ketamine, a bottle of water, and a glow stick. Good to go. There you go. And, oh, man, they're having raves out the ass at that psychiatric hospital. <laughs> <laughs> they're raves. They're just people just... They're, Bill Avocado is at a psychiatric hospital right now. <laughs> I just have this vision of this turning into, like, an episode of, like, APB or Wisdom of the Crowd, where it's just there's somebody who's on top of a building about to jump, and they just shoot him with a dart gun full of ketamine, and then they go, they just walk down. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm good now. I'm good now. Ow! <laughs> oh, I feel much better. <laughs> Is that going to be the new deterrent? Is that, that's, that, that's how it's going to work? You just, just go through. Just darts, just blow darts full of ketamine just on the ready. Yeah. <laughs> that could work. That could be a thing. Oh, man. Topher, I th- I ketamine th- snipers. <laughs> when, we were, when we were talking about things this week, Topher had come up with uh, with something he wanted to talk about. Did you hear, did, did you have something, Topher, you wanted to talk about this week? Oh, uh, yeah. I believe it was uh there's some 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 openings in Maryland. Uh yes, they're opening uh, dispensaries, the uh, medical cannabis dispensaries in Maryland uh with this month. You know what I say to that? What's that? Dilly dilly. <laughs> <laughs> well played. I heard no. I I was um I was at my girlfriend's house and like the, she had uh, mentioned to me that they were opening a cannabis distil- uh, dispensary right next to the uh, like a, a popular restaurant, Urban Barbecue in Rockville, and I was like, wait a minute, that is going to be the most popping restaurant. That's in a trap. Front. That is a <laughs> trap for anybody that goes in there because they're going to go like, you know what I want now? I want back ribs. It is going like oh. I got these ribs. Let me get some pot to go to these They ribs. should just <laughs> knock out the wall and put a revolving door. <laughs> That'd be fucking amazing. Huh? I mean. Yeah, bro. Let's get some fries. <laughs> get some fries. It's wing day. Oh, my God. I should go there and open like a chintacho stand. Oh. Put it, you know what you should put out I'd there? I'd make a billion dollars. Food truck. Yeah. I could just have a, a food truck that did chintachos outside of dispensaries. <laughs> what the fuck is a fintacho? A chintacho <laughs> what is, is it? a nacho sounds, made with Cheetos. That sounds racist, <laughs> just so you know. Chintacho. Sounds like you're saying chink taco. No. <laughs> sounds like saying chink taco. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know what a chink taco is. I said chintacho. Ta- taco, or wait, nachos made with Cheetos. Nachos made with Cheetos. Yes. Okay. I think a food truck is a brilliant idea. There you go. Yes. You know, we should get, you should get our food truck off the ground, Joey. I think okay. this is the year. 2019. Old Bay Barbecue? No. It's not that. It's called Marcus's, Marcus's Wing Emporium. <laughs> we've dealt with that before. We, we said we're simplifying the menu. It's the Wing Marcus's Emporium. Marcus's Wing Emporium. Yes, Marcus's Wing Emporium. 
Yeah, that's going to sound better. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no one bu- buying uh, buying fried chicken from an Italian man. There you go. And it's just a picture of me. You don't me. think of Joey and think wings. It's You know what it's a picture of? It's a picture of me and Carl Winslow, like, like sitting, like, arms crossed on both sides of the, of the window. And everyone's like, oh, my God, these two fat guys made this fucking truck. <laughs> it's a lot of shit every day. It's like, because, I, oh, I just perfected my mac and cheese recipe. So it's wings, uh, mac and cheese. And I got I to gotta do, do a green bean or a green in there somewhere. Thinking, I'm thinking collards. Okay. That's, but that takes a long time. Szechuan string beans. Szechuan string beans. That could be a thing. Yeah. No. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just having. You're just gonna sell it, Joey. You're just gonna be there to sell it. I'm. 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 I'm gonna make it work. You. You just sell it. Okay. Okay. You definitely need me to do the smoking of the wings. What are you smoking wings? I'm frying chicken wings. Oh. You've had my chicken wings, Joey. Yeah, they are good. <laughs> All right. What have you I made? What have I made? What have I made? That has not been good. Nothing. There you go. See, I'm 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 good at this cooking. Thing. Okay, I'm good at this cooking. Thing. I also have. I, the only reason I haven't made things that aren't because I take a lot of chances. <laughs> but I've made a lot of good shit. You can't take chances with comfort food, man. You got to. People still got to be comfortable. With I've it. got my wing. My wings are. are I'm sorry, Telford. This all turned into this weird <laughs> food debate. Yeah. That's what happens when you talk about pot, <laughs> America. <laughs> It turns into a food debate. <laughs> we get hungry my, really quickly. My Fourth of Julys are legendary. Okay, you ain't had one in two years. One year. It's been two years, Joey. How we do one the year before? No, we didn't. Yes, it did. We didn't do one last year. Didn't do one last year. Last year was the only one we just passed. This past year was the only time I didn't. And you're that we didn't do one because no, you were one. pissed about it. No, I did one. I did the one the year before that. Is that that night that that the whole thing with uh, those two comics? Like left together. That was the night that uh, that that uh, Candace, Candace broke your olive oil. Broke my uh, balsamic vinegar. Balsamic vinegar. Yeah, that's yes. right. Your bougie balsamic vinegar. She broke all over the floor. All right. So back to these marijuana dispensaries. Yeah. Now marijuana dispensaries are they legal in D.C. or is it just uh, decriminalized in D.C. Okay. Uh, where they they uh, like will rent out a restaurant or something. Mm-hmm. Like thirty uh, marijuana growers will show up and dispense their wares like it's a bazaar. Oh, okay. Like a farmers market with weed. <laughs> that uh, sounds about right. <laughs> it's DC. Yeah. That's more DC, and uh, and uh, Maryland's more medical marijuana. That's okay. where Blue really is tonight. Yeah, he's at a pot dis- pot uh bazaar. <laughs> he's at a pot bazaar. Like he ate edible, became useless. <laughs> He's in a chair, <laughs> lost in his own mind. That was the funniest night in the world when he ate that edible and just sat down. I'm like, dude, we're still working here. This is when we, when we um, uh, Topher, when we had our shows at Union Jacks, Blue, uh, Blue, Jason, and I would um, break down the show and set up the show. Um, you yourself and him. Yeah, me myself. Me, and my, I would basically do all the work ninety percent of the time. Joey would help out, but it was mostly me doing all the sound setup and everything. At the end of the show, J- Jason just, I just keep looking over and Jason's sitting down. And I'm like, get up, man. Help me out. And he's like, man, I took this edible. And uh, I, I can't really move right. I'm like, God damn it. This is <laughs> you took one edible and now you're the most useless human being on earth. And I, and I keep looking at it. Every time he looks at me and I, and I remember that edible night, I get mad at him and want to hit him in the face. I want to hit him in the face. I've taken an edible before. I've, I've eaten an edible before. 
didn't do that much to me. I feel like I would enjoy that more than smoking. Last time I smoked was at my cousin's, and that um, she had the North Carolina shit, and that shit fucked me up. Oh, get that dank, huh? I couldn't like get off the couch. I don't know how I got. I got to a mattress somehow, <laughs> but it was awkward, and everyone was like nervous for my safety. <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to be okay. I felt like I couldn't breathe. Have you ever taken ecstasy, Joey? No. Have you, Topher, have you ever taken ecstasy? Ugh, LSD. LSD. Oh, wow. It was terrible. It was terrible. You had a terrible trip? I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I want to do that one time. Take LSD? No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I took it one time, and I learned what I should have learned over 30 years of meditation. <laughs> See? <that's, laughs> I just I want the life lessons. <laughs> that's how Joey's gonna wake up the next morning. It's like I know why the world is the way it is, man. I'm like, dude, get the fuck away from me. I know how that that night's gonna go. Cause I took I took XC once, and that was uh, at a laser disco when I was with you. Yeah. And uh, Phil Avocado. Yeah. And you guys went and took drugs without me. Well, Phil gave Phil gave it, here's the thing. Phil gave it to me, and he made me pay for it the next day. Ah, oh, the same so shit that Phil yeah. does to me. He's like, "Hey, man, here's here you go." I was like, "Oh, you got that thing for me?" He's like, "Oh, I got it for you." And he handed it to me in the underhand, mm-hmm. and then I took it and I was like, "All right, cool." Um, only side effect I knew was I was dancing with this this uh, large white woman um, that was had a hula hoop and a cowboy hat on. I don't remember anything else of that night, except for babysitting you, because uh, you became uselessly drunk. I was drinking I was Fireball all night. I don't know how the hell you drank Fireball all night. I only drink was Fireball. I drank Seagram's or whatever they had in that plastic bottle. I was drinking random shit. <laughs> I just drinking constantly for hours. And then you and James Franco went and sat out <laughs> on the steps. <laughs> I would bet James Franco's <laughs> weird twin with that furry hat. His weird Maryland cousin <laughs> with a furry hat. It definitely was like uh, a scene out of... Uh, any of those movies. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was. It was fucking weird. But that was the only time I've ever done illicit drugs of that sort. Now, mm-hmm. I, sm- I smoke marijuana occasionally. Um, but again, with the marijuana dispensaries going up, you think, uh, you think you'd want to try getting high, Joey? We should do a high episode of Doc County Podcast. I don't know, man. If I, I see, that's the thing. If it's if it's like it was last time, I'll be completely used. I, like, weed gets me like 10 minutes, and then I pass out. Like, I don't last long. <laughs> That's the only reason I stopped smoking doing it. <laughs> smoking the wrong kind. Yeah, you go, man. You got to yeah. smoke better. You got to smoke, you gotta smoke the, the stink. What I've been told by marijuana enthusiasts is that you got the, the smellier the weed is, the better it is. Okay. I mean, I'll give it a shot. Okay. I also want to try uh, mushrooms, but we need to make sure that Tommy has his own space. Yeah, because he's got to masturbate in the field <laughs> after he finishes out. <laughs> That was the weirdest story I've ever heard from Tommy Zimbabwe. We had, that, we had him on last week, uh, October. Yeah. That was we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have like a three week period where we just do drugs. Because <laughs> Tommy was like, "Yeah, man, I, I I do drugs, and then I have to um, like go to my center place, and so I masturbate in my tent." I'm like, "What the oh, fuck, man?" That. <laughs> when when, yeah, that? <laughs> when when he comes down, he comes down. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But you know what that is, Joe? What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man! But you know what we've got? We've come to Joey. The end. We've come to the end. Oh, we've come. Don't do that. 
to the end of the road. Don't do that. Till I can learn, girl. Jesus. It's a natural. You know I hate when you do that, right? <laughs> you know I hate. I hate it like immensely. You hate when I sing that song, or you hate when I do it in the style of Fine Young Cannibals. Both. <laughs> Both. Because you do it every time you do it. You do it that way. <laughs> I do. You know, and so it's so it's so so fucking annoying. But <laughs> we've come to the end. Um, so, Mr. Topher Bellava, I want to um, thank you. <laughs> Jesus, you struggle. Thank you for being on the show, Topher. We did appreciate you. We had a blast with you. We want to have Speaking you back of again. Speaking coming to the end. And what? <laughs> there's, there's one more story we have. What other story we have? Uh, so scientists say that Japanese monkeys are having sexual interactions with deer. <laughs> what fucking animal is coming from that? I don't know. <laughs> That's why we have the discussion. <laughs> what what oranga? Adolescent what? female monkeys in Japan have report repeatedly engaged in sexual behaviors with sika deer for reasons that are not yet clear, according to researchers who study macaque behavior. What's in, what antler chimpanzee is going to come flying out of Japan? <laughs> that's all I can see is a chimpanzee, For like seven reason. foot tall chimpanzee with antlers. I don't even know why. I don't know why I didn't have it. <laughs> when you said that, my first thought was. This is how this is how the uh, evil evil uh, okay, which the witch of the west, west uh, is grown. This is how she gets her monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! How okay? How are they? How are they? Inter, are they interbreeding, or is it just they're fucking them? Uh, the study published in the peer-reviewed Archives of Sexual Behavior follows up on a single report from earlier this year of a male macaque mounting a female sika deer on Yakushima Island. I, you know what? I'm not sure at this point if it's gonna. I mean, it could be, uh, you know, something that evolves into something, or it could just be that it's like the monkey's version. Of like when a Welsh guy has sex with a sheep. <laughs> like I think that that that, that there that these deer. I think that monkey looked at that deer and said, "Look at that ass! I'm gonna jump on that ass." But the weird <laughs> thing that it's the female monkeys and the deer. The female monkey is humping the female deer. The female monkey is helping the male deer. Wow, it's just that's gonna be weird, man. Those animals. The female monkeys were climbing onto the deer, grinding their genitals against the deer's backs. And oh, there's a video. No, no, no. We can't. We got to look at that offline because we can't show that to, to kids, man. The kids, that was, the kids won't know what to do with that. We're discovering channels. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my God, that sound. That sounds disgusting. Zika deer. Zika deer. Yeah, Zika deer. <laughs> oh my goodness, Joey, that sounds horrible, man. The look on this deer's face says, get this bitch off. <laughs> this is really, you, y'all just going to look at me right now while this is happening? Watch me, you're going to watch this happen to me. You're just going to watch this happen. And the monkey me. has this look like, don't look at my shame. <laughs> wow. Strange, strange world. This is Trump's America. <laughs> this is Trump's world we live in. <laughs> <laughs> this is Trump's Japan? I mean, what are you? He just came back from Japan, and then this report comes out. This is Trump's world we live in. Monkeys don't even know who to have sex with anymore. That's kind of America we live in now, Joey. <laughs> that the monkeys don't even know who to fuck. That's weird. That's crazy. You know what else is crazy? The end of the dichotomy <laughs> podcast. 
funny. You always you always give me something some gem like that at the end of the show. I mean, it's necessary. It's necessary. I know. Topher, you have anything you uh we want to promote anything else, man? I know you got uh Facebook at uh damn it, I forgot. What's the uh Topher's kick ass comedy. Topher's kick ass comedy. Um Chinese menu comedy. Chinese menu comedy. Improvconnects.com. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I might try to uh, see if we can set something up with uh, with my my employer for that. That might be fun. That'd be awesome. Although it's gonna get me fired. Like if if my department's involved, the student tech's involved, it's gonna be an HR problem. <laughs> <laughs> Just knowing the people involved. Yeah. If me and Ben are there, it's hard. Oh, it's horrible. It's it, over. It, that's a human resources violation. You and Ben being in the same room is a human resources violation. Ben almost has a human rights <laughs> human resources <laughs> violation himself. No, human rights. Human rights. <laughs> I said human rights, and yeah. I realized I meant human rights. <laughs> ben is a human rights violation. Oh, my goodness. But, team, that is it for us. I am DJ Marcus. Joey LaFaro. Find us at Doc Comedy. Um, DMV, the dot comedy web uh, Facebook page, uh, soundcloud.com slash backslash uh, podcast d, dot d, um, sorry, po- soundcloud.com <laughs> backslash podcast d o t c o m e d y. That's right, the podcast.comedy. Find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, anywhere you consume podcasts, you will find us there. So see y'all next time with more on the dot comedy podcast. <laughs>